Hey everybody and welcome to episode 7 of My Sentiments Exactly. My name is Kay and I'm your host. Season 1 is all about recovering from religiosity and I'm so excited to have special guest Sataria Hilliard with me on the show to join the discussion. MSE Podcast is dedicated to talking about the hard stuff and facilitating the conversations necessary for growth, healing, transformation, and genuine community. Now it's your turn. My hope is that you finish this episode feeling empowered to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE Podcast Conversation Starters Deck available at bygracenp.com. May these cards inspire you to speak out and be heard, and may you be authentically embraced for the uniqueness of your journey. Okay, so Sataria, do you believe that there are different levels to sin or are all sins equal in God's eyes? Yes, that's a great question. So, Kay, if you would ask me that uh, probably about like four years ago, my answer would have been yes. But okay, since I have a k- encounter like the love of God and grown spiritually, I definitely do not think that there are levels to sin. Gotcha. That there's a, one sin is worse than another. I just okay. Don't. Yeah, same here. Same here. Um, do you believe that local churches? Um, Let's see how to put this. Do you believe that local churches adequately address sin? Or do you think that um, we pick and choose which ones we are comfortable talking about? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, so, like, I grew up in the church. So, like, growing up in church, you know, you hear about sin, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, like, the first part of your question, like, is it addressed correctly? I definitely don't think so. Like, growing gotcha. up. You know, they tell tell you about sin, what not to do, what sins are like will just get you banned from heaven and stuff like that. <laughs> banned from heaven. <laughs> yeah, literally. In the lake of fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Brimstone and fire. And they tell you about those sins, but they don't really like equip you on how to like how to deal with those sins when you encounter them. Like they say, gotcha. Oh, you avoid them and do this and do that, so you won't have to deal with this, but It's inevitable. Sin is inevitable. What am I supposed to do when I find myself in those situations? Most definitely. And like that he always provides a way of escape. But how do I find that? Yes. (laughs) How do I get in contact with him? How do I let him know? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like there's an escape, but I might not see it. So how do we, you know. Right. How do we work with that? And who do I talk to about it? Right. Like I know I can talk to God about it, but who can I talk to? And I feel safe talking about it and uh, like who's going to lead me in the right direction, you know? Yeah. Or when I don't even feel comfortable talking to God about it because I'm ashamed or right. You know, like, yeah. Or who can I talk to, to where you'll actually help me versus like you're finding out the dirt on me. Right. (laughs) Right. This is not, this is not juicy gossip. (laughs) This is really, I need help. This is my sin. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yes, I, I feel like that. Yeah, definitely. Growing up in the church, that that wasn't addressed. It was kind of like sin was a taboo when everyone in Got there you. were all going through the same thing, and then like just not talking about it. Got you. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of a lot of condemnation mm-hmm. 
and not a lot of like we wouldn't even have to condemn <laughs> if we would talk about how to flee temptation and how to avoid it right right um yeah i definitely think there's more condemnation than actually sitting down and talking about sin and even like taking time to educate whether right. that's on a sunday morning right or you know saturday whenever you worship or even whether it's bible study like taking time to actually let's talk about sin right it's not anything deep you probably won't shout <laughs> <laughs> right but these are the necessary conversations that we need to have yes yes yeah. i definitely agree with you and the reason you know whenever you first asked me I was like if you would ask me four years ago I would have said yeah like I do think it's levels to sin because I just feel like I wasn't like correctly taught but like yeah whenever I was able to encounter God and really read his word in a way that I can understand it I was Mm -hmm. able to understand what sin is and that sin isn't a taboo and that sin is actually just something that separates us from God right and he already he knows that we're going to that's the entire reason that Jesus we need Jesus right exactly so yeah so like when I was able to encounter like God and understand that he's a loving father and an Abba I was able to then fully understand the magnitude of sin and what sin was how sin affected me and my relationship with God got you yeah Yeah, so in in terms of judging and accountability um how do you how do you think we can draw the line between holding someone accountable and judging them? Right, right. So I think first and foremost, if someone even feels comfortable enough to come to you to even share with you like what they're going through or what they're burdened by, I think even like we know that the word calls us to like gently rebuke one another, right? Not go and tell your sister, cousin, friend, brother, <laughs> like, you know, so and so they're doing this and that. Like, if you're doing it in the spirit of like, oh, maybe I can connect these two people and they can like, they'll Got like, you. be a tool to help them, right? So if we, I feel like we should just approach sin with like a pure heart and be able to empathize with a person. Like, their sin is yeah. not so far removed that we can't like empathize with them so if we were just able to put ourselves in their shoes I feel like we'll be able to approach it in a more like loving manner got you yeah yeah so you feel like we should hold one accountable it's not like we should just let everybody do what they (laughs) you know (laughs) right want to do like do you feel like it's our responsibility to hold people accountable oh yeah most definitely because we know like it's in our nature as people like that we are sinful like that's why we need Christ right but I feel like there has to be some level of accountability somewhere because Uh once you know better you start to do better so once you're able once you're called out or once you're gently rebuked and someone's you're like you know that's clearly wrong then I feel like you'll start to try to like you know do better modify ways and stuff but we have to hold one another accountable because Christ is going to hold us accountable most definitely yeah yeah, um, that reminds me, um, I was looking at one of the, the scriptures, mm-hmm. um, Galatians 6 verse 1 Yeah, uh, says, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. Yes, yes, yes. But watch yourselves, this is the key, <laughs> or you also may be tempted. Yes, yes, Kay, that is the key, like you said, because it's like, like I said, if someone feels comfortable enough to come to you, like, 
you're not so far from removed from seeing yourself like exactly yeah if you're not watchful and if you're not like prayerful like you could just as easily fall like slip into their sin you know yeah or some sin of your own yeah and it's through gentleness and humility that we restore people yes back to that place it's not through condemnation and and gossip and (laughs) or making someone feel bad that drives them further further away yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, it just boils down to the fact that we're not the spirit. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, so I can try to hold you accountable, but I mean, at the end of the day, the Holy Spirit is who is going to convict you. That's who it is, right. So, yeah. yeah, and that, like, goes back to the point of, like, like when you say, like, being in the spirit, right? That goes back into, like, you have to know God. You have to have a relationship with God, right? Because yep. if if you just think he's, like, some distant god who only is here to judge us right and you don't know that you've been adopted into sonship you don't know that you're a part of his family and that he's your abba then of course you'll feel like reclusive about your sin you won't want to go to him and and cast your on him right because you don't know Mm -hmm. so i think it's very important that like that's like at the foundation of like knowing sin understanding your own sin yeah and knowing how your sin is gonna affect your relationship with god Yes. Yeah. yeah. It re- it affects your relationship with God and also with other people. Yes. Oh man. Yes. Yeah. I I definitely think that community is important. Mm. Um I don't feel like you can you really experience the fullness of freedom mm-hmm. until you confess. Right. Right. And like I feel like confession is is so important which a lot of people just kind of tie it to like oh that's just a catholic thing right but the the art of confession and Mm -hmm. the the ministry of confession I think is very powerful it definitely is because when you're able to confess like you're able to lift those burdens and you don't have to carry them by yourself and if you're in a community with like-minded people other believers of God then they'll they're like we're called to help each other and to carry each other's burdens so there's definitely freedom in confession and in community most definitely. Yeah. Um, another uh, passage I can think of on that topic of confession um, that I had learned about probably about a year year or so ago. Um, it's in First John chapter one, mm-hmm. and it is um, verse six and well, we'll do verse six through ten actually. Okay. And it says, if we say that we have fellowship with him, meaning God, and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Um, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Mm. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves (laughs) and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. And I think something powerful about that um, is a lot of times when when people talk about walking in darkness, they're just talking about walking in sin. Right. But the revelation that I have received concerning that um is that walking in darkness isn't walking in sin it's walking in unconfessed sin Mm, yeah 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 that's exactly right 
Yeah, because when he said in verse seven, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. That brings us into community, like walking in the light is confessed sin, open community, honest conversations, I believe. Right. We're walking in darkness. We're alone. We don't want to confess. We don't want to talk about it. And we're going through it by ourselves. And I thought that was that was a very powerful um, point to bring out of uh, of that passage, because a lot of people condemn and you walking in darkness. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, I mean, at the end of the day, even even though we're not practicing sin and or practicing a lifestyle of sin. Right. We all have sin. We all have sin. Exactly. Yeah. And I think what's really important about what you said is, is like in those verses in that revelation that you had is that whenever we are in sin, we're like, it's like, we're going to just like, we're actually hurting ourselves. Right. Yeah. And also like hurting God because we're saying like Jesus died for our sins. That's why Mm -hmm. he came to deliver us from those sins. So yeah. Whenever we're just like having our own sins and we're like, no, I can deal with this. Like you're saying like you can save yourself. And that's exactly we like we are dependent on Christ only through Christ. Do we receive like freedom from sin? So, yeah, that is so important. Like that that confession isn't just for you, but it's like to restore your relationship with Jesus. Let him know that you do need him. Yeah. And that you do believe and that you. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Like we. You say the sinner's prayer, you, you lift your hand and, mm-hmm. you know, you, com- you, com- you confess Jesus Christ, but believing is so much deeper than what you do at the altar. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like it's when you don't know how to deal with your sin that you're, you're tested to believe. Right. Like right, your, right. your belief is in question. Like, do you really believe that my sacrifice was enough for you? For yeah. And, and that's what we're called to believe. Like, you know, and I think, that's that's even taken lightly when it comes to like extending invitations to discipleship Mm -hmm. like I don't feel like we fully grasp which we'll never fully grasp the gospel and the sacrifice that he made right um but if we really grasp what Jesus has done I don't believe that we yes we would still be dealing with sin and temptation but we would have a total different approach to it I believe if we really, really acknowledge the fact that his sacrifice is enough. It is enough, right? Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, I mean, that's something, like, I wrestle with all the time. Like, just Same. the reality, like, that's it's not a fictional story. It's not, you know, <laughs> something that, you know, you just read in a book. Like, he actually did that, and he did it with me in mind, even though right. I wasn't there. <laughs> and he did it with his life. Like, what? Yeah yeah that's that's huge that's yeah yeah so I know you had mentioned earlier um that your answer to this question changed once you had gotten the opportunity to read the bible for yourself right um do you feel that you were back to like local churches like do you Mm -hmm. believe that we're taught how to properly read the bible and not not in terms of like exegeting and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but just grasping the 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 fullness of the word and acknowledging that the spirit brings the word to life Mm, um do do you feel like we are taught how to read the bible in that way and for it to become alive in us 
no, you, whew. okay, that's a big, that's a loaded question. Like, I know. No, <laughs> no, and that's literally, no. First things first, like, growing up in my church, like, first of all, I never even knew, and this is going to sound crazy, but I never even knew there were d- different translations of the Bible, you know? Wow. My church was King James translate, like, like uh, if that's that the way. Were, yeah, that's the way. If you're reading anything else, I don't know what you're reading. But wow. it was whenever I was able, when I was downloaded the Bible app, I'm like, oh, no, there's different translations of the Bible so I can understand it more. Like, Wow, like that's crazy. I know. <laughs> okay, that's how I felt whenever I realized, like, wait a minute, I don't have to read this in old English. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because them, them dithers and withers, I'll be like, what? Look, easy to read for 200, Alex. Like, <laughs> exactly. And it was just kind of like, it was so since I looked at it, right? And I was just totally like just overcome with fear because I didn't even know if I was going to be able to understand what I was reading, right? So then I was only relying on what I had heard, what I heard my granddaddy say a few years ago or what I hear my pastor say in Sunday service or maybe what I even learned in Sunday school. So it's like when I was able to like just break through that fun to that fundamental barrier of just getting something I can understand. That's when I was able to see like, wait a minute, God loves me. Like God calls me into something deeper. Yeah. Just not sinning and just not, than just honoring my mother and father. There's something deeper here. Yeah. And it was when I was able to read, like, I can't think of it right off the top of my head right now, like where it is in the Bible, but it's the story of the woman, like Jesus is invited to a, the Pharisee's house. Right. Uh this woman she comes and he's at a dinner and she comes and uh when she sees jesus she starts to wash his feet with her hair and she drops like wash her washes his feet with her tears dries it with her hair pours perfume on him right um and just because of her like willingness to get in god's presence her sins were forgiven everyone yeah her like oh she's a sinful woman if he was a prophet he would know that this woman is who's touching him right it was uh-huh. when I was able to read that story that I truly was able to understand, like, that my sins are not my own. Like, if I could just get in the presence of God, if I can just encounter God, yeah. if I can just encounter Jesus, then I can, like, give those over to him, right? But I didn't yeah. know that because I was still <laughs> reading King James. I was lost in the souls. <laughs> you, you were lost in King James. <laughs> I was lost in King James. <laughs> yeah, I think I have heard so many people say that they do not read the Bible because they don't understand it. Yeah. Like, you are definitely not the only one. And I mean, even myself, like, I mean, I I knew that there were other translations, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I, I didn't put everything together. Like, it was like separate individual stories. Right, unrelated. right. Unrelated. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then I realized, oh, this is one large story that yeah continues <laughs> right you know and it's it's just stuff you know that you you didn't realize that you didn't know <laughs> right right definitely um, but so what would you say I, I know the bible app you mentioned is definitely helpful um for someone who has been avoiding reading the bible because they don't <laughs> understand it or because they've just been locked in king james um <laughs> what advice would you give them to start like reading the word and understanding it and not seeing it in a legalistic way. Right. right. Like, what would you tell them? Well, first thing is it doesn't matter what translation you got to get. 
it's like amen oh, there's so many it doesn't matter which one you got to get but you got to look outside of king james so get you <laughs> even, step one step one <laughs> break the chains of king james okay like, yeah. so, definitely get you a study bible so um, okay. You know, and you don't have to get one that's super expensive. Like the one that I got, like it was like eight dollars from somewhere. I don't even remember where I got it from, but it was like eight dollars. Or if you don't even want to spend money, we all have access to technology. Mm-hmm. Look at open the Bible app, and if there's something you're reading and you don't understand, Google the question. There's so many resources yeah. that you can just Google, um, and th- like different commentaries provide like different answers and stuff. So first, just you know, just. Get- Get you a study Bible and take it like one, literally one page at a time. Because yeah. like you mentioned, like growing up, it was like different stories, totally unrelated, right? Yeah. But once you just get into like at least one story, and once you get the full understanding of that story, you're able to see that like God's word is living, and what somebody was dealing with thousands of years ago, people are still dealing with today. Exactly. So, yeah. So just yeah, and it's and it's not a race. Like it's not about mm-hmm. how much you can read. No. Nope. Like take your time <laughs> literally take your time like i was in the book of genesis for I, i'll say a whole year and every time i just saw something different it's not a race yeah like i mean people do the bible in one year i still to this day have not <laughs> have not done that and honestly when i um when i was in school for undergrad one of my professors said if you have never read the bible um all the way through at least one time, mm-hmm. um, you I question your salvation. Wow! <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, wow. I'm screwed! <laughs> I'm, I'm screwed!" Like, I haven't, but really, like some people have that mentality, which of course, you know, I just took that right grain of salt, right? You know, but people have that mentality, like it's it's legalistic, and it's about how much you read versus because you can read the whole Bible and have not let anything let anything take root in you that's right that's i was literally gonna say that like it doesn't matter if you read it from cover to cover like we have to hide the word in our heart and if it's not in your heart when you're reading it and if you're not reading with your heart and with your mind then you might as well just be reading another book for a class or something yeah 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 like 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 you said i think it's very important it's not a race and like different I feel like for me like different books of the Bible have spoken to me at different times in my life like right now let's see I've been looking at the book of Jonah right Uh there was no reason like I didn't feel led any time before where I am in this very like time in my life to read the book of Jonah right I was going through Uh going through something I felt like man who can I who can relate to me in the Bible and it was just in the book of Jonah so it's just like if different, like different, let literally let God speak to you through his word and wherever you are, wherever you're led, that's where you start. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have any other, any other tips? I guess. Uh, yeah. Well, hmm. that also find like friends. I don't know if you remember, but you had like this uh, devotional on the Bible app. There's different yeah, devotionals. that was so fun. Yeah, it was so like fine. There's different devotions to keep you on track. If you like me, I say, oh, I'll get to it. And the next thing I know is next week. Like yep. 
<laughs> you just sign up for some devotionals or join a devotional with a friend like because that's that community that accountability again like yeah people will be like hey it'll remind you like hey you're getting behind on your devotional or just uh-huh. a friend to be like hey girl I read this blah 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 and like you're like oh well let me get on mine so we can discuss it so yeah. yeah, and it also helps because in the Bible app, you can search specific topics. Yes. So if you don't know, like, where in the Bible does it talk about pride or anger? Or, right. You know, like, whatever it is, parenting. I mean, they got everything. Marriage, right, right. They, they, they have so many things. <laughs> like, if you don't if you don't know where in the Bible it talks about a certain topic, you can just search it and all of it will come up. <laughs> right. You know, so it's not even, like, you can do, like, topical, like, based off of, they even have, like, moods. So, they're anxious. They have a list of scriptures. (laughs) Like, they have a lot. That is, that's the, yeah, I think the Bible app, like you said, is definitely an important resource. And if you're like me, and sometimes you don't feel like reading, you know how many YouTube videos there are? Yes. Like, my favorite is the Bible Project. And they have, like, animations to go with, like, whatever they're um, teaching. So, it's just, like, we live in the digital age. Take advantage of it. There is no Most reason. <laughs> no yep. reason. No excuse. No excuse. No excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Open yeah. up a podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's so true. Yeah, I think it's, it's important because um, I don't think a lot of, especially like younger generations, I feel like they're like kind of not shying away from the word, but mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a different approach because- Definitely. Like most, like I said, like I've heard a lot of people, especially in the younger generation, say that they don't understand. Right. So I definitely think it's helpful to think practically. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to, you know? yeah. Yeah. Cause, and a lot of people say, I don't know where to start. What would you say? For if someone for said that? That they don't know where to start, <sighs> a lot of like no one knows where to start. Like a lot of the accounts in the gospel it's like the same the same exact thing just from different perspectives so Mm -hmm. no matter where you start it's not like you're gonna be missing the big picture because even in the book of genesis they talk about the coming messiah so it's like like it doesn't matter where you start you're gonna yeah find your way you're gonna make your way full circle and as long as you end with knowing that like christ died for your sins you you didn't miss anything (laughs) you can't mess it up (laughs) got you (laughs) So why do you think it's important to read the Bible for yourself versus like everything you hear from the Bible is solely what you're hearing from your pastor or. Right. Yeah. Because, okay. stuff when you do that, you miss big pictures about sin and stuff that is important in salvation. So I think it's important because like anyone can tell you like, oh, Jesus died for your sins. Oh, oh, God loves you. But until you read it for yourself and you're able to, like, internalize it and able to, like, know it for yourself, that means nothing. It's just like a routine. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be this super spiritual thing. Right. I'm going to throw my Bible on the floor and whatever page it goes to, (laughs) that's the word of the Lord for my life. Like, just open the book. (laughs) Okay. I'm laughing because literally... That was me. I'm like, hey. That was me too. That's why I'm that's that's why I'm saying because I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna randomly just open it and it's gonna be what I need. A revelation. Like and I open it and it's like such and such begat, such and such. So and so is the son of so and so who's the son of so 
Exactly. And I'm like, well, that didn't work. <laughs> but yeah, like, it doesn't always have to be this, like, you won't always feel connected when right. you open the Bible or right. like, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. And I feel like that's why reading the word is a discipline. Mm, that's de- that's definitely it. Like, just like we wake up and we go to work or just like we do stuff because we feel like we have to, like, this is not a joke. Like our salvation, our life is tied to this. So we just have to become, like you said, disciplined in reading his word. And okay, even if we don't even want to read, you can literally, it, you can play the Bible and it will literally yeah. play and it will be read to you. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Did you have anything else like on the topic of levels to sin, accountability, basically, you know, everything that we talked about? Did you have like any lasting thoughts? Oh, yeah. Okay. So one thing I want to talk about was one thing I want to mention that I felt like I didn't even realize is that like, so I don't believe that there is levels to sins. Right. But I do believe that different sins affect us differently. Right. So I remember growing up, like I would hear say like, oh, sins against the body or sins against the spirit. Okay. So I do believe that like, it's important for us to like, like not only confess our sins, but to learn from our sins and grow from our sins. Right. So I feel like this is another reason why we think we might believe in the misconception that there's levels to sin. Right. So Mm -hmm. if, Okay, growing up, one thing that was always taught to me is, oh, you should not lie. A liar will not tear in God's sight. Oh, yeah. Right. So how but how does lying affect me? How does lying affect my relationship with God? Or mm-hmm. how does me not listen to my parents? Like, how does that affect my relationship with God? How does me, like, um, anything, being greedy, how does that affect my relationship with God? I think it's important for us to, like, really, like, not just be like, okay, I did this, I confess, but really learn mm-hmm. from them and just examine like how did that affect me so that I won't go back again so I so I won't for lack of a better term you know how people say backslide so I don't do it again oh yes yeah so I think I think it's very important to analyze your sins not not dwell in them I didn't say dwell in them but just but learn from them learn from them exactly I think yeah it's super important to learn from ourselves. yeah and, and not dwelling in in the condemnation definitely and just because um and just because that you might see someone else's sin or someone else's sin might be more like, you know, public, public. Yeah. That's what, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Just cause their sin is public. It doesn't make it any different from your, like your sin, your private, public, your private sin. Exactly. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Because that reminds me like when I was looking like, Oh man, okay, let me look at some stuff in the Bible. What does the Bible say about sin? One thing that I kept coming across is like, there's this link towards sickness like this link to sickness and sin like the words are almost like what's the word I'm looking for they're almost like the same like people in the bible if they saw someone was sick like when Jesus healed the blind man they automatically thought they said rabbi uh what is he has he sinned or has his parents sinned like there's a reason that he's sick I think that it's important for us not to link you know like like just because someone might be sick or something. Don't link that to sin. That I feel like that's like old timey church people do. <laughs> yep, y'all to live right. Y'all to live right. Oh, the reason why you sick is because you ain't blah blah blah. Like no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that um, the gosh, I think it was the one of the blind men. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and they were asking who sent him or his parents. Yes, yes. And Jesus was like, neither. Like, <laughs> this is an opportunity for my glory to be displayed. Yes. Like, let's let's see it as that. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. But we go to who who they parents. Who they yeah, exactly. <laughs> how, how who what so and so gonna say about this? Yeah. I think that's very important, Kate. And for us to not get like too down about our sins, right? Because that's just another opportunity for um God's glory to be shown through our lives. This is another thing that we can share with someone else to show like, hey, if I can get through this, you can too. Most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. And I think sometimes we feel like love is going to make people sin more because <laughs> we we mistake love for condoning. Yes. 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 <laughs> but it's just like in some cases, like when you love, well, in most cases, actually, when you show the love of Christ, that'll actually do the opposite of what you think. Like you think, oh, by me showing them love, they're going to think that what they're doing is okay. Right. But no, when you show love, like you never know what that's doing. For someone else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the way that they receive it. Like. Most definitely. Yeah. That's why I think it's very important. Like you brought up earlier, like if you see someone who's like in sin, like to gently rebuke them, like do it with Mm -hmm. love, do it out of a place of compassion. So I think that's like the most important thing. Yeah. I and, totally agree. Right. Right. Yeah. For us to have compassion on ourselves because God has compassion on us. Most definitely. And that's why we can have compassion on others. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so good. Was that all that you had on on the topic that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, that's all that I that's all I can think of right now. Yeah, I mean it was good. I, I feel like we, we talked about a lot and I'm hoping that this will help. Same. This will help somebody like see the Bible differently, see sin differently, accountability, like everything that we talked about, I feel like is is freeing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for joining the discussion. I really <laughs> appreciate it. No problem at all. Thank you for having me and thanks to everyone who's even taking the time to listen. <laughs> yeah. So thanks everybody for tuning in and make sure that you connect with Sertari on social media. Yes. Did you enjoy this episode? I'd love for you to continue the conversation with those around you. One way you can do that is by purchasing the MSE podcast conversation starter stick available at bygracenp.com. Be sure to leave a review on one of MSE's listening platforms share with a friend, and join the My Sentiments Exactly podcast community on social media at MSE Podcast. The podcast is available for listening on all major streaming platforms, bygracenp.com, and on my mobile app. Hope to hear from you soon.